It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. I don't have Wi-Fi right now because we're moving to a different house tomorrow. Oh, oh shit. shit. Bam. Damn. So we can yeah, no about, big deal. We can talk big about deal. packing. That's fun. Oh, dude, I literally want to kill myself. <laughs> <for coming. laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's a good start. That's a good start. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Failure at its Finest Hour, episode Six- 61. 61. Yeah, we're starting to climb. 60 was cool, but now we're moving on, which 60 was great, folks. Yeah. Yep. Gentlemen. Go, um, go, back, go back and listen to 60 for sure. Yeah, 60 was great. That opening 15 minutes talking about local coffee roasters, that did well, I will say. Got a lot of <laughs> feedback on that. Waiting for some more Antonagan drama to pop up. Um Got a lot of, got a lot of, you know, shout outs, bumps, bumps, bumps into when I was in Ontonagon this past weekend. People were oh, talking okay. about it. We're on yeah. the street. Um, yeah. A lot of people say they, I mean, there was a couple people, you. yeah, that they ran into me and said something and they said it was hilarious. And Chris isn't here with us, but he, he was in, uh, Chris went into that shop on Saturday. He yeah. didn't, he didn't, he said he was going to talk about it, but again, not here. Maybe if he pops in later, he can kind of talk he about had, it but he had a mouthful on snapchat he was just typing yeah. and typing and typing he's like yeah he was all about it so hopefully we can get an angle from him later but 61 welcome 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 hopefully we have a great week and a great start to the week but um i wanted to say something because i i haven't said anything yet on the podcast and i know that hey. molly and i kind of made the facebook posts and i'm sure a lot oh, of people yeah. know but i am going to be a Faja. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, my I wife is pregnant. <laughs> first, <laughs> first timers. First timers. She's going to be 16 weeks as you listen to this, so four months. Uh, I was talking to somebody over the weekend, and and uh, they asked me, you know, how far along is she? And I was like, oh, she'll be 16 weeks on uh, Wednesday. And they're like, 16 weeks. They're like, why don't you just say fucking four months? <laughs> like, what happened to months? Are months a thing? And I'm like, well, I mean, shit, because I used to think like that too. You know, baby's 27 months or 27. You know, like or, yeah. I guess when they they're born, they're out of the womb. Once they're born, they're- and then it's months. You know, then they'd say months. You know, 27 months old. You know, but when they're actually pregnant, it's weeks. You know. Yeah. But yeah, four months on uh, Wednesday, the uh, 26th. So that's that's cool. Something different that we're going to be going through yeah. but figured i was thinking i was like before we started i was like i haven't said anything yet but i feel like everyone that listens probably <clears throat> has me on social media and saw but we can start though right out of the gates um piggybacking off of episode 60 we do have a voicemail from uh well one of our okay. what should we call what should we call um people that are very like faithful like failure uh, failure uh, faithful are are yeah failure failure faithful or uh failure, elite, elite failures elite failures i know uh and hot wings EF. they they have uh they have they call their listener base the idiots and you can like subscribe as an idiot but then i think you can pay some money or some shit and you're a fancy <laughs> idiot <laughs> see we got to we got to come up with something like that but <laughs> I like the faithful faithful fa- failure. That's a mouthful. If you listen to this podcast, you probably know what's going to happen because of coming off of uh, 
last week, you heard Aaron kind of shout somebody out. Somebody that we talk about a lot on this podcast. Faithful listener. What's up, failures? It's Ed Paul and Cowboy. Got done listening to episode 60. <clears throat> Called me out. As far as nasties go, I have not seen any outside of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. However, I only travel in Lower Michigan and also the state of Indiana. I have a dedicated route. As far as what I like for my uh, junk food picks at truck stop or gas station. Ooh. So personally, I have found that Love's Travel Stops have some pretty good hot items. Like you can get a nice sausage, egg, and cheese burrito there for breakfast. Oh. If I'm not at Love's, I'll grab one of those uh, chicken, egg, and cheese tornadoes or tornados, nice. whatever you want to call it. With a little bit of hot sauce on there, a little bit of taco sauce. Uh, next on the list would probably be salt and vinegar Pringles. I love those okay. things. Fuck the Lay's variety. Those will tear up your mouth. Also, Snyder's uh, pretzel pieces, honey, mustard, and onion. Oh. And if I can find it, I will get myself a frozen Coke on a nice hot summer day, you know, Ooh. just to cool off if I've been in and out of the truck all afternoon. Get myself one of those nice big frozen coats. Uh, other than that, I really don't skate a lot of truck stops. I have awesome customers. They let me park on their property. I can walk the dog. I oh, have man. found a couple of good food places that I like to go to. But, yeah, that's my mix. Uh, also, Aaron, if you're going to be picking up some steak, you better be going to Byron Center Meats. My brother oh. works there. It's oh, cool sh- lot. C-U-L-O-T-T-E, Coulot Steak. It's like the top of the sirloin, what I understand. Take care, failures. We'll catch you next time. Shit, man. Asphalt Cowboy coming in hot. My boy. That's crazy. Byron Center meets. So my my, uh, future in-laws live in Byron Center, and I don't think I've been to Byron Center meets, but I'm definitely going to go down and get the Coulot Steak. Um, And another shout-out to Asphalt Cowboy. I don't know if this is completely at random. There's a gentleman, uh, but with the first name Garrett, um, that um, fits the trucker bill, and I think I've he followed me on Instagram, and I'm I wonder if Asphalt Cowboys got it's one of his homies that uh, also maybe I'm just totally just shoot like <laughs> shooting in the dark here, throwing shit at a wall, but maybe I just judge this guy based on his appearance. But I thought I saw some Mack trucks in this guy's in this guy's uh, photos. So this guy followed me, Garrett. Shout out to Garrett. If you're a listener, if you're a friend of Asphalt Cowboy, uh, welcome to the fucking show. Well, we were thinking too, Dylan, we didn't really kind of, we haven't talked to you and Chris yet, but we're thinking about becoming like a trucker podcast. Yeah. Just doing trucker, you know, maybe we'll get some truckers on, talk about some roadkill, you know, how many deer or moose yeah. or fox or like worst worst wolves. trucker stories yeah like trucker most stories fucked up, fucked up shit you see on the road right yeah, right right lot lizard type stuff but no i love the pics i don't think i've had the salt and vinegar pringles i have they're, they're i have I, to check this out i love salt and vinegar oh yeah dude yeah. the um and the snyder's honey mustard man the pieces oh 
make make your. I mean, that could clear out an area code. You open one of those bags, it just reeks <laughs> yeah, to high heavens. I can't smell. imagine the cabin of a sleeper, but holy shit, um, we're into it. Bring on all the truckers. This is uh, we want to know your life. I want to talk about too. He talked about the, you know, his tornadoes that he'd put hot sauce on and stuff. Yeah. So I unfortunately want to admit that I had Taco Bell in like the last week and Dude, I love Taco Bell. <laughs> at the end of my order, as always, they ask, would you like some sauce with that? And I said, yeah, I said, I'll take some fire sauce. I forgot how fucking good the fire sauce is at Taco Bell. Mm. And I also forgot how much fucking packets they give you oh, yeah. in your order. That is insane. So now I have fire sauce for the next year, which is sweet. <laughs> they sell it in Meyer, I, I've, been, I've been putting it on everything. But <clears throat> son of a bitch, when I heard Asphalt Cowboy talk about the hot sauce, I just had to give a shout out. I got to still just fire sauce. It's it's still alive and well. Yeah. I, I go with the I go with the hot personally. The hot, okay. Because because they're they're not the heat levels are very minimal, but the hot to me has the best flavor. I've had the Diablo, I've had all that other shit, the mild, whatever. But but for me, the the hot has the best flavor. I like that one the most. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, oh, that was yep. very good too. Yep. Man, they should bring that back. Taco Bell's pretty good about bringing shit back. Yeah, Maybe but they're also pretty it. good at taking shit away too. Yeah, they brought back <laughs> the chicken flatbreads, and I remember. During but why do they even? Why did they get rid of them in the first place? They got rid of I the quesarito. I used to fucking. I, I used to know. actually fuck quesaritos. I'd take it home, <laughs> and I would open that shit up like a fucking Mater flashlight. That shit used to be so good, and then they're like, "Yeah, it's gone." And then they brought back, they brought in like this grilled cheese burrito. It's like basically the same fucking thing. Just grilled cheese, cheese steak the... burrito. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, I, okay, it's I not too bad. Of those, that, those are pretty good. I got one of those this, that last week. That was pretty decent. Oh, man. Time to toilet on that. What's our, what's, our, what's, what's, what's our Taco Bell orders rolling through? Orders? Do you have a go-to every time or do you uh, change it up? The one classic item that has remained... For myself, is the cheesy gordita crunch. Yes, I get those too. This, this, the, I actually sometimes C, get two of those. The CGC, but because they have the the grilled cheese steak burrito, that's the first thing that goes yep. on on the order, and then a cheesy gordita crunch, and then that's you know, it. Baja you know, I can out. see you doing like a soft taco on the side too. Ah, no, just throwing usually in a soft taco. Usually, it's two items. If I throw a third on, it's some sort of like mushy burrito, like a fucking beefy five, five layer. layer. Oh my god. Yeah. Always, I always put 10 because down here they, you know, you can itemize. I do like 10 of the hot sauce packets and um, um, the hot uh, variety. Yeah. Um, But if there's not a grilled cheese steak burrito, then I'll do like a Doritos Locos, you know, kind of. I haven't had one of those in forever. Dylan, what what was your. Yeah, what do you got? Probably been a while. Yeah, those were good. Mm. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh my god. Bean and cheese, man. <clears throat> Fucking Fauci. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. <laughs> what do you got, Tony? I pretty much the same as yours. I would um right like right now, currently as it stands, the grilled cheese burrito and then if I'm feeling really fucking fat, I will get two cheesy gordita crunches with that. Oh yeah. And then I'll great. get a twelve pack of Cinnabon delights. <laughs> four soft <laughs> I'm just kidding. Order a Cinnabon covered you, in nacho cheese. I told you if I'm feeling fat, hold on, let me finish here. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but I it's the grilled cheese and then I usually do like the two items as well, but I was really hungry the, the uh, last week when I got Taco Bell, so I got two CGCs and a and a grilled cheese and forty eight so packets good. of fire sauce. And then you get the you get the Dorito shell in in the cheesy gordita. I crunch. remember when we went God to Houghton one of those times when we were younger, and you told me about that. I think that honestly might have been like the first time I got a cheesy gordita crunch because yeah. I used to I used to slam the the Crunchwrap Supremes. That mm. that was like my go-to. That's like a lot of people's order because the they had wrap. they had because I know the their value boxes change all the time. But I, I remember yeah. they had a Crunchwrap box, and it was like a Crunchwrap, a soft shell taco, and like cine twists. <laughs> and I'd get that in a drink. I used to crush this, the Crunchwrap Supremes, but I so I never get those anymore. Actually, yeah. that's like one they're, of Molly's favorites. They just are they're just a little. It's kind of the standard. It's the general issue meal. I feel like. But the one thing that I remember from high school, and they had them a little bit. Oh, there's a couple items, man. We could really get into this. But it was the chicken, the Chipotle chicken flatbreads. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and, that's and it when they took them in away. Senior year, I remember going to our our volleyball team was was just on fire that mm-hmm. year. They were just, I mean, they were hosing teams, and we were like volleyball. Kipes was in on this too, and a lot of times we take Kipes' car. Tony, I think you ended up. We did a couple of I think Chinese, that's my Chinese fire started. drill. Yeah, yeah, we did a couple of Chinese fire drills on the way to to Besmer, which that's probably not a term that gets thrown around much anymore. But um, uh, we would do we'd hit the Taco Bell in in Houghton, and man, those chicken flatbreads. I mean, you could eat three, four of them. Yeah. in a sitting. I re- it, oh. What's that, Dylan? You remember those? Literally a flatbread, and it just had chicken, some cheese, and like just this chipotle sauce, chipotle mayo, and it was just a little half folded thing. It wasn't like a full, let's call it like a subway flatbread thing, but it was like half <laughs> of one of those. And it was so good. <laughs> Wally, <laughs> oh, you're good now. Another thing that was good was the uh, the spicy Fritos, like the hot Fritos. Oh, there it is. Look at these fucking cocksuckers, dude. I mean. Oh, really? I, I can't could, like get a big picture. There we I go. I could eat about 10 of those. It was literally just chicken. Yeah, it was. They were pretty small. And this Chipotle. Shout out to the YouTube. Mayo. Oh, man. So good. That and the, the, the spicy Fritos burrito. I don't remember what they called it. But it had Fritos that were in like flaming hot seasoning, it, like on them. That's and, that's what uh, I think is in the grilled cheese ones, isn't it? Well, aren't there Fritos in that? The yes, but I they changed. They did like a 
it was like a flaming hot Fritos thing. I think it was flaming hot. Um, and they were just, they were spicy. I think it was like beef, rice, the Fritos, cheese, and some sort of sauce. Hmm. And those were incredible too. I can't remember what they, beefy crunch. It's like a beefy hot, beefy crunch. I don't beefy know crunch wrap? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, breakfast crunch wraps. That's what, if you haven't had Taco Bell Taco breakfast Taco Bell breakfast yet, is lit. The breakfast crunch wrap is fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That might be my one of one, like, Taco Bell item. You don't like it? Dude, Dude the, the breakfast, that is, breakfast the crunch breakfast wrap. Is good. I don't. I don't think. I've, I don't think I've had anything else besides the crunch wrap. But the so breakfast good. crunch wrap is so fucking good. Do you get the sausage? Oh my it's like, god! So, it's like it sausage matter. I'll get shrimp sausage, in that motherfucker. Ha- <laughs> it's like sausage hash brown egg, and they put like some sort of spicy. Yeah, there's like a chipotle. Oh my oh, god! Man. The bacon one. Oh my! Yeah. God. I, I think it honestly might be my favorite item. Really. Yeah, yeah. The There's been a couple joints that have done breakfast in the past few years. That Taco Bell was one. Wendy's breakfast is actually lit. Wendy's breakfast is good. So we're actually, you know, since we're on the food, let's just jump right into these um, national holidays for this week. There's, there's quite a bit of them, yeah, that are pretty important, which could actually lead into um, a little bit of next week for content. But um, starting on Tuesday. July 25th, we have National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Get yourself a hot fudge Sunday. It's going to be really fucking hot in the UP starting yeah, tomorrow, I think. We're looking at it like was. 90, 94. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what's what are you what are you clocking this week? What's the what's the top top number? Ninety-two was cool. It was cool. (laughs) Still humid. Hundred percent. Drink the air. Humidity. Damn. Humidity low in Louisiana. If you want your business to fail on this July twenty-fifth, you can hire a veteran for National Hire a Veteran Day. I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Jesus. And then we lose Dylan. Damn it. Yeah. He left (laughs) because of that. Son of a bitch. I think his video just cut out. Sorry, Dylan. I'll let them uh, chop in. We'll let them get back uh, in. Um, national, what is it? National Hire a Veteran? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. National Wine it. and Cheese Day. Dude, July love 25th. me some stinky, salty cheese. Oh, I really love cheese cheese and wine. I don't often have them together unless it's like a, it's a very particular kind of evening. But, man, a good old greasy cheese board. Something's been locked in a foot locker. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. For six years, covered in mold, they chopped that off. And I will it say, it. for national, I know it's not, it's not national fucking cheese day, but I will say, if you're listening, and I know this is like, some people have seen it, not a lot of people do it, but if you ever have a sloppy joe, no. slap a fucking piece of cheese on that cocksucker. Are we talking like a craft single? Yeah, it can be. Joe? It can be. I've done it before. You melt it? Or you just, Very good. Just cold, just cold it on, slice yeah. on there? If your sloppy joe that. is hot enough, it should melt by the time you <clears throat> melt just enough. Dude, but heading over to um, Thursday, we have National Chili Dog Day. Mm. National I love 
I mean, we played the song already for the for the podcast. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking <laughs> on a chili dog. Dude. Sucking on a chili dog. There's a lot of great places here in Grand Rapids that have chili dogs that are just... <clears throat> the famous Grand Rapids institution, Yesterdog. Um, they have some of the best and the cheapest. All cash. Can't pay with a card. Um, <clears throat> some of the best chili dogs in the game. Well, there's a lot of they're going to have bars. a field day on Thursday. Yeah, I, I'd i love to get down there. I was going to say, they you got to check. Hours. They might have some deals or something. They have weird hours, though. We got a lot of food. Holidays. See, and this is why we do this. Because if someone loves chili dogs and they didn't realize that Thursday is National Chili Dog Day, they have a chili, jo- chili dog joint that they go to, you might yeah. get fucking half-off chili dogs. You never know. Fucking gl- gliz those down. So we have also National Scotch Day. Don't really I, drink scotch. I like scotch no. in I'd moderation. Eat You'd rather what, Dylan? I said I'd rather eat the hot dogs, man. <laughs> you, you get like buy one, get one free. I'll be up in a fucking hot dog shop like Kobayashi, man. <laughs> <laughs> rather Joey Chestnut. He just put up his sixteenth uh, or seventeenth title straight. Yeah, yeah, greatest American athlete to ever live. <sighs> He's we already talked about yeah. it, but it's just goat, you got you got to give credit where credit's due, you know. Um, um it's also also a ch- National Chicken Finger Day. Ooh, okay. So this this On is a very big day? American holiday. On what day? Uh, Thursday. What days? Thursday. That's Thursday? Thursday. Yep. Chicken fingers. We Which... got like a favorite condiment. We got like a favorite condiment. We're doing. Sorry, I'm away from the mic. Um, Ooh. about that. If I went specific. Are we talking about chicken fingers or chicken nuggets? Because there's a difference. Fingers. It's fingers. Chicken fingers, which I don't even know. I think that's... It's got to be like processed and frozen because there's chicken tenders, which are different. Like, like let's just say we're doing chicken fingers. Frozen. Are kind of like what chicken tenders are. Yeah, I would consider them the same thing. They're different, though. Chicken so, fingers are typically uh, a congealed, like, you know... Like you get in a nugget, but it's elongated. A chicken tender is that. I don't know what kind of. I don't know what kind of stuff you're getting, bro. <laughs> they look the kind. They kind of look the oh, same. Man. I mean, the picture I'm seeing. I mean, Aaron's probably right. There's probably some distinction between the two. Probably. When you but, bite into a chicken tender, it is there's fibers of meat. When you bite into a chicken finger, it is a breaded, typically frozen thing that is okay. like it's okay. just like a spongy. You know, it's like a. What do they call that? Like a not like a ground, but it's like a it's a processed thing. But you as know, far as sauce goes, yeah, let's maybe yeah, get let's, back into the sauce, right? I would think any disagree. any kind of honey mustard, I think would probably be my go-to. Honey Ooh, yeah, it's a good one. Honey mustard, or like myself, some barbecue sauce too. Maybe yeah, barbecue sauce is good with chicken fingers. I'm not, I'm not a big, not a huge ranch person. Homemade ranch. I mean, it's good, but not my, my it's not my go-to. If we're talking like a <clears throat> corn syrup heavy barbecue sauce, that's that's where I kind of get lost. But if it's like a you get a you nice know, six dollar bottle of barbecue sauce and it's fairly wet, that that I can get behind a little sweet spicy. Um, 
And it's interesting you bring up the ranch thing mm-hmm. because <clears throat> ranch from any fast food joint is a little bit, a little bit rough. It's a little bit jello-y. But if you do like the homemade shit with like a Hidden Valley packet, buttermilk, that sort of thing where it's really runny, it's really got a lot of herbs in there, a lot of dill. That's, I don't know if that's my go-to. I like to do the hot sauce, hot sauce and ranch. That's, that's my, my personal. Hot but. sauce and ranch? Yeah, like mixed together all into one, like a like a spicy ranch. Right, yeah. yeah I don't... <clears throat> That's probably my go-to. But I do love a good Chick-fil-A sauce, which is like a honey mustard barbecue. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's, yeah, that, <clears throat> that takes it. But going over to Friday, we have National <laughs> uh, Milk Chocolate Day. I know we've done a chocolate bar draft before, so we're not going to get into that at all, but. That's a big day. All right. Perfect. Big chocolate day. <laughs> World Hepatitis right. Day. Oh, boy. And it is also National Water Park Day. Pretty convenient. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag. And, that, <laughs> and then Saturday. So Saturday. Well past that. Saturday is the big kicker. Now, I understand that Saturday is a part of this week. And, of course, this episode you're listening to is part of this week. But Saturday is National Chicken Wing Day. Don Aaron and I kind of had an idea of maybe Saturday, you know, if we want to head out to your local local joints, find some find some chicken wings, and we'll do some videos possibly for next week. I like chicken it. wings. Yeah, a lot of. I have to think of go, but yeah, good, I, good I would hand, do that. Good handful of wing spots in in my area. There's not Grand Rapids is not a great city for wings. But I found the ones that I would would like put on a list of like some of the best in the area. I know Detroit as Detroit as a I feel like it's like one spot such, that really... such a weird thing. It's like such like a weird you know, like you feel like it's almost hard to like mess up a chicken wing, but it's like so like it's not the case. Like there's so many can do to fuck it up but it's like so simple you know what i mean because it's like a chicken wing no yeah I've had like how do you fuck it up but you sometimes people do fuck it up I don't, like, you just go places and you're what the fuck yeah i don't think i've had any bad truly bad chicken wings but i know i've had when i taste them i'm like oh, okay i see what you're doing here and it just it's just like yeah, this some, is just, yeah i would, I would never i never had anything like so bad where i didn't eat it where sometimes you know like the, the sauce won't be good or if it's just like you get something spicy it's just spicy and it doesn't taste good it's just hot yeah. like, and it doesn't taste good. i don't like that so i do have a, a new bit uh this week now i know we talked about trying to get a tv6 comment of the week but um this week we're going to do a tv6 post of the week and maybe a tv6 um jackass of the week and this week we have a couple good nominees but I'm going to go with the first one. Um, I saw this while I was scrolling the... Uh, oh, don't tell me it's not going to let me show it. Oh, no, it did. Oh, okay, here we go. Boy. There was a dude from Frazier, Michigan. So I was going to say <coughs> Uper Jackass of the Week, but Frazier is downstate. Unfortunately for you trolls, you got to take this L. But um, this individual, shout out to the YouTube drove his jeep off of the whitefish point pier just barely just barely drove off and he was intoxicated and he fled he got caught 
and he got an OWI, which again, don't ask me what the difference is. Operating while intoxicated, driving under the influence. Um, I mean, I guess maybe since the car was already crashed, I have no idea. Maybe it's the type of vehicle. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not sure. But there you go. Shout out to the YouTube. As you are seeing now, okay. a Jeep. Technically a watercraft now, so maybe yeah. that's why. <laughs> maybe. That's a good photo <laughs> with the Michigan State Police thing above the hood. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh. What was that? This is a, a little ad. A little. Oh my god, it's playing in like, my. Oh my god, I just opened Minecraft. What's going on? <laughs> For the listener, there is oh. Uh, oh. a gentleman uh, drove a jeep, just barely. Looks like he crawled too close to the edge, crawled right off that pier, and that thing was suspended at forty-five degrees into Dude, the lake. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was trying to drive into the beer, like into the pier slowly and like back out and try to be cool. Yeah, like kind of crawl it, get the front, you know, get the front tires like climbing down the wall and then just back out successfully. What happened was was he he went to do a three point turn and he was fucking wasted (laughs) and he just put his jeep in the goddamn lake. That's what happened because it said he blew a three one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Turn your turn your mic up a tad. So it's it's up now. Okay, a little more, and a little more. Okay. Yep. Yep. And, we're okay. And a little so, more. Uh, <laughs> no, we're good. We're good now. A little more. <laughs> so, Aaron, you had uh, you had updates on. Did you do? Did you end up pulling up that that uh, that well? No. I, I couldn't oh. find it. Couldn't find it for the life of me. If you got the article, well, still... I, I did find it. We talked about it, um, kind of a while ago. But that like... that water source that was coming from Greenland that they shut it off, and everyone was fucking really pissed because the DNR thought it wasn't. They deemed it like not safe to drink, so they're going to close the well because they didn't know what the source of the water was coming from. And we saw an article, and the DNR actually might have found the potential source. They found a pipe underground, um, but they don't know where the pipe is coming from. But I was was thinking, and there's really not much more to the story. Um, it says the next step is going to be getting a water drilling, excavating team up there to go in and put a camera down in the pipe to see how far it goes down exactly and what's happening underground. Now, I'm not a... I'm not a spring water guy, but... Does like so that there's this pipe, right? Yeah. No, I guess that's kind of the mystery is where where the pipe is coming from. <clears throat> but do normal springs like don't have pipes? Does it just come up from the ground and just like they make it makes their own piping system through the ground? Like yeah, not to my knowledge, I've seen a handful of what they call artisanal springs, whatever they I don't even know what they call them, but. <clears throat> I've seen a handful that are literally either uh, at the bottom of lakes or next to lakes, and it's a lot of sand typically, and there's just water bubbling up from the earth, and it's super crystal clear, okay. just filtered through the earth. Cold. Yeah, very cold typically. I mean, the Kitchitakipi Spring in Manistique over by Chris, 
stays at like 40 degrees year round. Yeah. Um, the thing, the thing like hardly like freezes over because it maintains such a constant temperature, even in the, you know, most biting cold, you know, um, days of winter, but, um, yeah, spring, which is weird because this spring and for those listeners who don't know really quick, there's a spring in Greenland, Michigan off the side of the road. And there's a pipe that comes out of the earth into this like little well looking thing that's like concrete slabs and uh dnr wants to shut it down because it's unregulated and they have no fucking clue where this thing is coming from but uh, a lot of us grew up a lot of guys use it for deer camp water yada 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 the recent update was that they did some digging around that area and had found a pipe that was adjacent to the pipe that the water the spring water quote unquote comes out of and now they are like okay where is this attached to right now i'm kind of curious to see where the fuck this water is coming from yeah could you imagine it's, following it's clear that, that pipe and it's just like some guy's sewage <laughs> yeah kidding. well but it's but it's uh-huh. clean it's right, well from right. what we know very clean water but the fact that it's attached to a pipe is i think what is damning that is yeah. coming from somewhere yeah um and i hope it's some like weird stranger things yeah. um mystery ufo fucking shit where this pipe just connects to nowhere and this water just shows up and that's kind of where we're at right now so well, i guess we'll have to find out and update you on where this fucking pipe is coming from yeah and for those of you that are in Antonaga <laughs> yeah, that are following this story dylan that was what what's up no i was just gonna say it sounds like they're investing a lot of time and money into that actually trying to figure it out yeah because i think they got so many because you know they were calling the fucking they were calling the state representatives and like they were signing fucking contra not contracts but like bills that would like petitions petitions to stop them from shutting it down so i think since they got so much feedback on it they're really like you know trying to find out and if it is safe then they can keep it and everyone can start stop bitching but we do have some more I don't know if you guys saw this. This was kind of this happened at two o'clock this afternoon. No. Um, there was a corporation that is investing with the um, Highland Copper Company that was going to buy the White Pine Mine. Okay. There's right. a this Kintera Capital affiliate acquires majority interest in White Pine. <laughs> a large-scale copper project in Michigan. A private equity firm that invests and develops key critical minerals, assets, and strategic infrastructure necessary for the energy transition today announced that Kintera Copper has entered into a joint venture with Highland Copper to acquire 66% interest in the White Pine Copper Project. Now, I know this has been going on for fucking years, and a lot of people in town are like, yeah, we'll believe it when we see it. But... In this article from businesswire.com, it says that White Pine is one of the largest independent copper assets in North America. Yep. There's 5.7 billion pounds of unfound copper in the yep. White Pine area. And it says that White Pine has a 22-year mine life. And this Highland Copper, I know for many years, said that they were going to start there. And now maybe this Kintera group, you know, they just bought 66% of yeah. 
maybe they're gonna pony up and do some shit. Yeah, so that Hopefully. that is in the making because everyone always talks about. And it's know, crazy bringing job bringing gerbs <clears throat> to Tontanagan. And the crazy thing about that whole fiasco, which has been nothing but a fiasco since the days of maybe World War Two, um, like that that time period. There are two major bands of precious minerals um, that run through the UP. And one of them stretches from the, you know, not quite the tip of the Keweenaw down through the Porkies and down to like southern UP territory. And then there's another band to the the east that is um, Ishpeme. I mean, there was a gold mine in, mm-hmm. was it Ishpeme or Nagani? Someone told me that Marquette area. Fox Nagani in... Nagani is sitting on top of it. Yeah, and like it's, that it's, area. it's gold. And when you find one, you find all of them. So iron and copper are the main things, but there's silver, there's gold. There's also radioactive elements um, that, that have been found in the Upper Peninsula. But the main thing is that uh, this is courtesy of Bruce Johansson. I can't remember. We had him. I mean, we had him on during, was it the Edmund Fitzgerald? No, we had just him was for it? ghosts. Ghosts. Or just Ontonagon history. <clears throat> um, slash ghosts. But he had mentioned um, that only 10%, I think it was 10, the number was 10% of the ore that that they were aware of, these mining entities were aware of, in the UP has ever been mined out of it. So back in the mining boom in the UP, back in, I can't remember what, circa what year, but only they realized how much of it was there and only 10% of that amount was mined out. And it was like a multi-million dollar. I mean, they were just hauling shit out of there throughout the well, you second think world of, war. You got, there's a lot of different reasons why, obviously because of technology is the biggest thing. Like, Oh yeah. You know, they're, they're able to figure out where shit is and like, especially like drilling and actually mining now is like so much, probably so much more efficient and safer. Yeah. And the big thing that I always heard was that if there was a major war effort again, where we would need um, pure and significant amount of these metals, then it would be a, like a no brainer. It would be several, wouldn't, wouldn't be just one company. It would be several just flooding the area, trying yeah. to get all of that out of the ground. And a lot of mines, they flooded. A lot of them, they they blasted, closed, and put off gates. And uh, nothing's impossible, right? We could get, the, we could, we could clear, we could flush out, we could pump out as much water as we want, and get back in there. And I don't think any of the maps from back in the day would maybe be relevant. They would just start over. But yeah, they would. They- they would have to do everything probably. But they would also, I mean, you could fly a drone at a low, you know, at literally two feet off the ground through these mine shafts. So, you know, there wouldn't be any, there, there is a possibility that there would be a, a minimal safety risk to humans. Yeah, we wouldn't have to use 12-year-olds to go down and... Yeah. Well, the old miners did used to use, what was it, uh, canaries? They had little birds in a cage that they would take down there with them. And if the bird died because it was more sensitive than a human, then they would get out of there because there was either some sort of gas yeah. um, or Damn. lack of oxygen. Um, so, and that is a real, that is a real thing. Um, not just conjecture, but it would be crazy uh, if there was a reason for 
the mines to open back up. And yes, there'd be a lot of probably loggers and truckers and it would do a whoever lot. else and, you know, turned was... minor. Because those jobs would obviously, you know, like it would make everything else go crazy. It's like a chain reaction. Yeah. Schools filled, hospitals filled. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, um, I was on Facebook earlier today and I, I saw like a bunch of people po- um, sharing different posts and stuff. And I saw a lot of people were getting excited. And then you had the people, you know, of course, we hear this all the, the time. Naysayers. Yeah. You know, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, I mean, it's this, true. This has, been on, this has been on, you know, the dock for, docket for like, you know, 10 years and nothing has ever happened. All this shit, but I was just in Ontario this past weekend, and I tell you what, there's still, I mean, they had like a little festival going on in Ontonagan, and I met a lot of people that just first-timers, like people are still like discovering the area, Yeah, and it's just kind of like that one big break, you know, if this shit would, yeah. could go through, like you said, Dylan, the chain reaction, all the different <clears throat> kinds of other businesses that could open up, you know, yep. the guys, that fucking coffee shop would thrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh and that's the thing though. If you get, if you get, let, let's say these like engineers or whatever mining experts, I don't know what you, what their title would be. You get these folks in here that have done mining projects and have traveled well and then get to like an art artisan or like a, you know, a boutique coffee shop that is old swing bridge roasters. You get that in there, then shit. I mean, they're like, Oh, we don't want to go down to the local, whatever. We don't want the local shit. We want the, the thing that's most familiar to like a Starbucks, for example. Right. And they're going there because that's, what's familiar. Not a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm not into the small town thing, but you know, yeah. everybody still prospers. Mm-hmm. So, and we can, man, I can't count the amount of times that I've heard about, you know, the mine and I this, know. that, and the other, That's the paper the mill property part. and all of this like great, like land mass that is zoned for that sort of in, in industry and somebody buys it, runs a chopstick factory for however many couple of years and then chopstick factory's and... done, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been done they're, for a while. They're out. I remember that being a thing, and I don't know how many jobs. I think the number was like 200 or something like that, which is, you know, one-fifth, 20% of the population of Ontonagon County. Yeah. Uh, and again, and that's one, a lot of jobs. That's a lot of jobs. It is. And again, the chain reaction, you know, that opens up. You get 200 more people. You know, they have families. And then yeah. maybe something else opens up. We'll get more money. The business, the local businesses will get money. New shops will open up, new stores, like yeah, fucking car dealers again. That like, resort we always that? talked about on the mill property. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if that if somebody found a way, that's the thing. I feel like you've I feel like you just gotta you just gotta get it there. You just gotta build it. You gotta build it and they'll come. Yeah, but I was you know? just talking to my dad too. I and- saw people during COVID from India proper from india proper and in like iceland proper on the fucking beach across from your parents house tony yeah i met people from india a family from india proper in iceland proper yeah during during covid the tourism was wild you had people from the globe showing up there yeah 
where the fuck did you hear about this? Where did, where the hell did you hear about it? And, and a lot of locals are just like, ah, oh, what the fuck are these, you know, this, I know, that, and the I other. Know. And I'm like, I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah, you, we, I mean, we, we talked about it in an episode you should before. Bring these, you should bring these folks in from across the earth into your, you know, dining room table and give them some fucking local fare. Yeah. Don't fucking chase them out, you idiots. I think we talked about this during like yeah. Memorial Day or whatever. When everyone on Facebook on TV Six when they showed the bridge was like packed and it was like stay out or no, it was like what would you say to somebody that was just moving to the yep. UP? Stay out. It's yeah. like you fucking idiots. But um, I was talking, to, I was talking to my dad, and honestly, the shittiest thing, and and I know everyone is always so hopeful about that that area, but it's it's brutal, like. The climate, I think, is just like, you know, we always talk about it. You know, the winters are brutal. But my dad, yeah. so I was talking to my dad this past weekend, and he was like, man, he said, I feel like, I feel like summer, he, you know, what did he say? It was like really nice. It was like 72, 75, like in that kind of range this past weekend. And he was like, man, it's nice that it's it's starting to get warm. He said, summer, I can, like, it feels like it's summer right now. And I'm looking at the fucking goddamn calendar. I'm thinking, Dad, it's the end of July, man. Yeah. We're, like, we're next thing you know, it's going to be Labor Day, and it's going to be 50 degrees. And then, so it's like, that's why, you know, when we talk about, like, the resort or, yeah, that that two-week stretch or, like, three-week, maybe a month, you know, that's, like, super yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. That's all you get. And that's yeah. so shitty. And it's like, yeah. I know I, I understand Mich- that if, if good jobs show up, people will come, but it's like... That yeah. climate, man, is just the that's UP thing, fucking though. sucks in the if, West if End. It's, and, and if it's like a, that's the thing though. If you have businesses there that can find out a way to make that seasonal money and a lot of it, so think Mackinac Island. This yeah. is maybe this this is a bit of a stretch, no, but I mean, it's, we're gonna flush it out here. Yeah, Mackinac Island is in Michigan, and they have a tourism season. Nobody's yeah. fucking going out there in the winter. Nobody is. And they'll go out there as soon as the snow has melted and they'll go until, you know, late fall probably. But they have, they, they've got a time, they've got an expiration date per year for when, hey, people just start showing up. But they've got, you know, probably, I mean, multi-millions of, I mean, specifically the Grand Hotel, but all the Airbnbs, all the little bars. Yes, the price is jacked up, but it's a destination. And it happens for... yeah you know, less than six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lot of history and they've got a lot of infrastructure. There's been celebrities that have gone out there. The list goes on and on. But if we could turn our small town into something like that, where it's like, hey, for this portion of the year, it's the best tourism in this state. Mm-hmm. And it surely could be. I mean, the location is, and we talked about it so much and just being could back, be. like being on the beach. <clears throat> I mean, Honestly, like I th- either that. I mean, like I don't. I don't think that anything downstate could top it. But pictured rocks and probably the porkies are probably the two things. You know what I mean? Those are the two things I could think of. And the pictured rocks is a uh, that tourism level is different than Ontonagon because there's infrastructure right. there or nearby where What's they, they can right. They can also facilitate. You know, not a lot of people, but it's a it's a true destination where people go like, oh, this is the only thing in this town that we want to see. And we'll 
handle whatever food bar hotel situation to be at that you know world wonder kind of thing i think otanagan is 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 close to that but it's a lot of local folks interfacing with nature with the lake with the woods yeah and and locals are aware of these places you know it's not just like oh we'll jump on a tour bus and in five minutes we'll be there it's like no we're gonna go down a fucking two track through a whole bunch of mud you're gonna have to have a mosquito we walk and then suddenly you'll be on the best trout fishing spot you've ever seen in your entire life and until somebody bridges that gap whether it's with the resort or with diehard locals that are willing and open to tourism and dealing with everything that comes with it. That's, that's the gap we have to bridge. An experience too with the tourists that there was a guy, um, was at the beach and it was his first time in Ontonagam. He was with his family and I was about to leave and I was talking to him for a little bit, just asking him, you know, like why he was up here. And he said, they go to, northern wisconsin a lot and they they figured they'd just keep going and i think he said like they went to iron or they're staying in ironwood and um he's like yeah first time you know he's asking me like where he, he said where, where where do you think we should eat tonight and that's like another thing too is that like i love sills i love sills love sills love sills but i feel like there needs to be like when i said sills i didn't feel like i was giving him like you know, like a, a really good place that he could go and they would enjoy it, you know? And I know that they probably yeah. did, but you know what I mean? Cause yeah. like, I was thinking off the top of my head, well, of course I'm going to tell him Sills because like, other than That's, that, yeah. you know, where are you going to yeah. go? You know, you can Unless go to Roxy's. Unless you specifically and, want like a burger. Like, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, best burger in town, in my opinion. Is, yeah. Is but like an actual meal, dinner, like family <clears throat> restaurant, you'd go to Sills. And I wouldn't want to yep. tell him like, oh yeah. If you go, you know, 30 minutes north towards Houghton, you can go to park. You know, I didn't want to say that. So I was like, yeah. go, go to Sills. And mm-hmm. again, there's no knock on Sills. But then he also asked me another cool part of this. And Aaron, I know you can kind of elaborate on, uh, elaborate on this. And I'm sure all the, all the downstate listeners will understand too. But he asked me, he said, hey, he said, can we have, can we have fires on the beach? And I mm-hmm. fucking looked at him and I said, dude, you can do whatever you want on this beach. <laughs> I said build two fires Then build three fires Yeah But I mean Cause you know Places There's places that you In most places Can't do a lot of the beach like- The um I think the biggest thing is And maybe it's just A local police force DNR Now if you go out Towards the Porcupine Mountains way <clears throat> I had a Fire out Like past The Union River and a DNR officer walked up on me and my high school girlfriend at the time and was like, Hey, there's no fires. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like this, what's different. What's different over here, West side of the Ontonagon river. And I, you know, maybe not as coherent and as put together at that time, but um, they just were protecting the state park that was the Porkies. But in general, Ontonagon. Yeah, you go, you go to Township Beach, you can do whatever you want. You have fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just don't go built, towards the Porkies and have a fire. Yeah, I mean, people have built meth labs on that beach. With that's, I don't encourage that. And that's <laughs> not legal in any way, shape, or form. But um, yeah, just you can always, almost always find parking. I haven't been to Ontonagon in the past 10, 15 years, and I've not, I've, I've always found 
readily accessible parking shit you can drive up on the beach and i don't encourage this but um yeah you can have a fire you can plop a keg there you can bring out a blackstone grill and i mean you can just (laughs) whatever you could set up a tent you could set up a 20 by 20 tent no one's gonna bat an eyelash and um that is one of the and down here in lower michigan like, didn't you uh, say that you were rolling a cooler on a beach one time and they told oh, you that you yeah. couldn't drink on the me beach? And, me and Luis, 4th of July, um, we had we went out to Holland. We were like, yeah, let's get after it. We got the Frisbee. We got the football. We got a cooler full of beers, snacks. And we had to park. It was 4th of July in Holland. And we we had to park about a three-quarters of a mile away from the beach because there were so many people. And we're hauling this cooler down the sidewalk, you know, walking with people and walking against people. They're like, hey, man, they're going to check that cooler. And just in passing, we're like, what? What's what? And then kept going like, hey, dude, you know, like, no, that you're not going to make it on the beach. We're like, what? (laughs) Eventually, we run into some police or DNR or whatever whatever the fuck it was. And they're like, like, hey, no coolers on the beach. Like, bar none. They're just like, we're not even checking them. Just, you're not allowed. And I think that year there was like a, there was like a big, like, almost like a gang fight. It was like 20 people versus like, just huge fight broke out. They're like, all right, no more booze on the beach. But in general, no glass, no alcohol. Absolutely never a fire down here. Never a fire. I mean, if, and if you did build it, it was, somebody was going to come down and talk to you. Um, and not not only that, but the parking—it's just a—it's a—it's a different world. Yeah, it just you you can't do anything because there's a few bad eggs that have ruined it for everybody, and there's too many million-dollar yeah. houses on the beach. They just—they don't fuck with it. And our final question of the podcast. Oh, here we go. Will be Ken Copper save Montanagan? <laughs> I'm going thirty-three. Go 33. All right. I'm going to go 78. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at Redneck Kino. Uh, I'm going 59. 78, Tony? Yep. Chris is MIA. Dylan, you said uh, 33? 59. Or 59. I got it written down. All right. All right. Here we go. The multiplier always sits at one and a half or two. It's two. You got 15, 31, oh, come on. 22, 72, damn it, 65, 12. No stakes here. No. 70, fuck, I'm done. 46. 33 is going to hit, dude. 2. 2? Come on. 23, 68, 10 more. Ugh. 75, come on. 17. 52. Oh. 45. <laughs> 78. Oh, my gosh, dude. Give me the loot. 20. 58. Oh, Dylan. 24. Let's go, baby. It's got to be the last number. 79. Last ball. Oh. 79. Good thing we didn't have any fucking skins on it. Yes! Go, Twins, go! Go, Twins, go! All right. Sorry. All right. Hell yeah. 
So look for possible chicken wing reviews for next week. Yes. Um, maybe oh, we, we didn't. Can, we didn't even. We didn't even preview that. We can. We went to Chicken Finger and then you missed Saturday. No, no, I did. We talked about it. Did we? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. We talked about chicken wings. What are you on? Chicken wings. <laughs> on fucking qua- <laughs> fucking quaaludes. <laughs> Must be, dude. All right. Uh, make sure to follow the Twitter at FAIF Hour. Of course, if you want to be like Asphalt Cowboy and send us a voicemail, you can see the number in the description of the episode. Um, subscribe yeah. to the YouTube. Shout out to the YouTube. Maybe next week I'll show off my new and improved license. Um, oh, yeah. The I looked like an athlete at a prison. I look like an inmate that is like, he like, He's the guy that like plays basketball. You see him like playing basketball all the time. You'll you'll understand when you see it. Yeah. But maybe I'll <laughs> preview that next week. <laughs> or show you guys next week. Good night. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest. God damn it, Aaron. You're fucking delayed, dude. It's pissing me off. Just restart the whole thing. It's pissing me off. Just restart the whole thing. You're not talking, so I go to talk. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. You got a tonsil stone, dude? Dude, don't. He's not talking about this. I ain't talking about it, dude. We ain't going to the stones. We ain't ain't getting stoned. Thanks for listening to failure at finest hour oh man when you're eight beers in and someone pulls out pickled eggs yeah, forget it dude <laughs> minimum minimum a six pack of eggs thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour Cousin Subs, which is so good, uh, which I don't know if they were started uh, out of you and Trout Crick <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Thanks for listening.